depending on how you want to look at it, if you do it the way Smartly does, we're doing 10 million bucks. But a portion of that is cash in pocket. A portion of that is media that goes through us that we get a percentage of. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Eric Frankel. If you missed my first episode with him, you'll know, or if you heard it, you'll know he's building a company called AdGreets based out here on the West Coast. Eric, you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right. So for folks that missed that first episode, give us the quick download. What's AdGreets and what do people pay for? Um, we're reinventing how brands converse with past, current, um, or prospective clients. Um, instead of a generic one-size-fits-all, often static message, we help brands ideate, produce, deploy, optimize, and then provide reporting for hundreds of versions, thousands of versions, tens of thousands, or millions. And instead of a brand talking to you about dresses, we're talking to you about your black T-shirt and my black T-shirt and the store, a, you know, a mile from your house where you could purchase it or click and shop now. So just to be clear, if I'm sending out like a mail merge, for example, to a thousand potential customers, I can customize that video even with even my lips moving and saying, hey, Eric, hey, Steve, hey, Joanne, whatever. AdGreets allows us to do that. Yeah, except for that it doesn't necessarily have to be a name. We're in the middle of doing uh P&G's first hyper-personalized campaign ever. They typically make one commercial. We've got 300,000 versions. So we call out 224 cities, towns, and villages. Um, We uh, show people, we have demos who look like yourself. So there's 20-year-old women in the commercial, 30, 40, 50. The same thing with men, people who have babies with babies. We say it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, never been a better time to switch to this product. And then we remind you that your nearest store is either a Target, CVS, or Walgreens, and we give you that address and or ask you to click now and shop. And in turn, it's specific to someone in Beverly Hills on this Friday. Now, when we last, I last had John, which was back in January, actually, of 2018, Eric, it's been a while, uh, you had ACVs that were averaging in sort of the $200,000 range. Is that still sort of your, your ACV average today? Are we referring to what the average, what the average brand is, is paying us um, to, to do business since I may not speak your, uh, your lingo? You got it per year. 
Um, well, a typical is approximately $33,000 a month, which gets up to 396000 a year. Not everyone retains us every month. There's a lot of testing going on. This is still a business that about 2% of brands are playing in, although 84% say it's the future. So this is, um, you know, we're in the selling process, but then once brands, uh, you know, test it, see these huge results, they typically come back and become regular customers. So let's break down. If I'm if I'm paying you 30 grand a month right now, what am I getting for that? Is any of that going to like ad spend directly or is that all software, you know, expense for you? It's all it's all software and some hand holding in a new business. So you don't know how to do this. So we have people who help you ideate what's better than one commercial. Um, then there are demos that are made. Um, I see. That show, and then and then we get into the SaaS automation version um, part of it, which is then manufacturing the hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, or millions of versions, and then we get into the automation and integration portion, which is from one platform pushing it out to all of the popular digital platforms in the world. Instead of going Facebook, doing all of this hard work, going out to Google, doing all of this hard work, going out to Twitter Got from it. one place, push it out. So, so Eric, it, it sounds like you are obviously a high touch, low volume sort of business. How many total customers are you working with today, this month? Uh, we're working with 12. 12. Okay. Got it. And, and, and why don't people retain, in other words, why do they come on just for one project? Well, why, why can't they use you year round all the time? Well, they can. Um, the history of advertising has been kind of simple and unsophisticated, in my opinion. A brand hires a company to make one commercial. A brand hires a company to push that one commercial out and sits back and keeps their fingers crossed that someone comes to their store, drives their car, sees their movie, watches their television show, buys an airline line ticket, goes to their hotel. Um, it obviously takes more work to figure out what the messaging should be, what 300,000 versions of this is like than one. So, But what's happening is nearly everyone is starting to come back. They sometimes just need a, some breathing room. So for example, we did a very successful campaign uh, with the largest jewelry retailer in Wait, India. Which one? By can, you, can you name it? It's called, it's called um, Tanish Q, and they're owned by Titan, which is the number one um, company in all of India. Reliance is number one, Titan's number two. We increased their click-through rate uh, 4.6 times, which is big. We increased people watching 12.6 times longer, and that was a year ago. They caught their breath. They've come back and given us a 12-month order. This That's is great. somewhat shocking. This is somewhat shocking because the business has been so easy. And but a month or two into it, you realize it becomes easy. But it's like anything else. It's you or me learning, you know, how to ski if we hadn't, or you know, how to do uh, how to climb. Of how course. To, you know. So Eric, how, how many folks on the team do you have supporting these new, you know, diamond customers, for example? During COVID, where a lot of people have been furloughing and uh, and having less teams, uh, we've increased our teams. So today, we're only 30. We just opened an office. Of course, there's no real office because of COVID. Of we course. just opened in Bangkok. We just opened in Paris. We're in London, New York, and LA. How many of the 30 are engineers? 
Um, right now, 10 of the 30 are engineers, and we just stole away and uh, the CTO from a competitor. Which competitor? Um, uh, a company called Spirable. And uh, uh, I needed another you know, very muscular executive in addition to our CTO. He had built their entire stack. He had built them from the ground up. How'd you recruit him? You you give him equity or just like triple his pay? Or her? Um, um, Neither. So uh, (laughs) the answer is um, he makes a little bit more pay, but nothing that would be meaningful to anyone. He owns less of our company than he does of of their company. Um, we just had a product that was more compelling that he thought stood a chance to be more successful, even than their terrific product. So he decided to roll the dice and, uh, and, uh, and maybe he thought I was, congrats on that. He likes, he likes your little ounce of crazy, right? You have to be a little crazy to be an entrepreneur. He likes your crazy better than the other kind of crazy. All right. How many? That's literally it. He didn't tell me that, but I know people who have met that. <laughs> That's good. And they, how, how, how many of your 30 folks do you have actually running point with these new accounts? Do you have any quota carrying sales reps or no? Um, yeah. Yeah. So we have two other sales reps. We have one in the Middle East. We have one in New York. We have myself selling and a typical account has available to them. And at some point in time touches um, a project manager, a tech executive, a creative executive. Um, what am I forgetting? Project manager, creative, tech, and analytics. Okay. And last time you came on, I mean, you're building all this. Obviously, you've got great customer accounts coming in. You can probably fuel it mainly off customer cash. But you had raised last time you came on. You had raised $10 bucks uh, back in 2018. Have you raised any additional capital or are you profitable today? We're up to about 12 But for the first time, what happened since I last spoke to you is seven months ago, a competitor of ours that we think is terrific. But, you know, if I was to pull up a chart, I would show you eight or nine things they do versus 42 that we do. Not that more is always better, but we think it is in this particular case. They got they had the majority of their company purchased for two hundred twenty three million dollars and not by that's called a Smartly I.O. out of Finland. Yep, Smartly. And they weren't bought, yeah, they weren't bought by a strategic, which would typically happen, but rather they were bought by a private equity firm. And the private equity firm only buys them, planning to sell them in three to five years for three to five times more. So that's created a bit of a marketplace. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, when somebody pays something for a company for the first time in our space, it creates a valuation. So now there are many other companies starting, you know, to have those conversations with us. Are you profitable today? Um. No, we will be profitable in about 60 days. If I was to, I had a board meeting coincidentally yesterday and I'm not, I'm not selling you because there's no reason to sell you. But the reality of our business is I could show you July with five. I could show you August with eight. I could show you uh, September with, you know, with, with, with 12. I could show you October with 15, you know, and the lists are even longer, but many of them won't happen on time because that's the way of the world. But the reality is it's a really, you know, we launch on September 10th with Pepsi. That only took five years. Um, you know, the, the, the P&G deal took five years. Um, now, the, but we've gone from kid, get away from me, you bother me, 
into a probably 62% of the cold calls that we make, um, turning into people saying, yes, I'd like to know more versus 5%. We're running. That's all obviously great growth. And Smartly is obviously bringing the whole market up, which is a good thing for you. Uh, we're running out of time here. So, so quick questions. Uh, last 12 months, how much revenue did you guys do? Um, depending on how you want to look at it, if you do it the way Smartly does, we're doing 10 million bucks, but a portion of that is cash in pocket. A portion of that is media that goes through us that we get a percentage of, a small percentage because that's the media business. How much of the 10 million was media spend? How much of the 10 million is media spend is about half. So it's about five, five million in cash and a percentage of the other five. Got it. So over the last 12 months, you did 10 million in top line revenue. Gross revenue would be something more like 5 million plus a percent of the 5 million in spend. Plus, plus media buying is in the two, three, four, five percent of the other number, depending on what the brand is. Got it. So call it like 5.4 million ish, something like that over the past 12 months. Yeah, something like that could be. Very good. All right, Eric, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. Favorite book. I wish you would have told me this in in, in advance. Holy no, moly. I don't know. Be on the spot. Okay. What's my favorite book? Well, first of all, here's what you need to know. I love books. But my current day starts at 6 o'clock in the morning in Europe and ends at 11.30. I ended last night at 11.45 with Yes Bank in Mumbai, which you and I have never heard of before. So I haven't read a book, haven't taken a vacation. Um, Yeah, I mean, I do. Let's see, what did I just read? I mean, I love all of Michael Lewis's books. So I guess I like the one where he talked about how unprepared um, Trump was when they came in, that there was no one for Obama's team to hand off all of those all of those learnings that they had in eight years, I'm forgetting the name of it. Number two, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, is there a CEO? You know, I'm a when I'm not a voracious reader of books and novels at this point in time because of my life, but I would say I'm an addict of the Apple news feed. And is, is, there, is, there a, is there a CEO, Eric, right. that, that, that you're following? everything about every CEO in the business all the time. And I follow many, 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 many They're you know, what I think are their, their, Eric, their good can quality. You name, can you name one no, CEO no, that you respect? No particular CEO that I'm, that I sit there and say, I, you know, study, I am not an Elon Musk or I am, you know, not, uh, Great. you know, I am not. No, yeah. Number three, what's your favorite, just name a favorite online tool, quick answer here because we're out of time. Favorite online tool for building the company. Favorite online tool, um, probably Trello and Asana. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Six. Okay, and situation, married, single kids? Married. How many kids? 26. Two. Two two boys. One of them's out making his first feature as we sit here and talk right now. Very cool. um, And how, how how old are you, Eric? Oh, I'm very, very old. I'm 62. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, probably maybe to kiss a little bit more butt um, because then you don't, um, especially when I did 30 years of corporate life as president of Warner Brothers, um, because it's easy to bend people out of shape <laughs> and it might be better to kiss some butt 
and continue to be an incredibly overpaid executive at a giant entertainment company. Guys, um, there you have it. Kiss more, but Eric from Ad Greets again launched a couple of years ago. Today, past twelve months, is about ten million top line revenue. Of that, though, five million was ad spend, which they take two to five percent of. So total revenue past twelve months on a gross basis, call it something like five and a half million bucks. Team of thirty people as they look to scale. Ten engineers, three sales reps, helping big brands. Thirteen customers right now scale their marketing, scale customized manage uh, messages at scale, taking one ad and making it three hundred thousand different variations. Eric, thanks for taking us to the top. Good to see you. Thanks, Nathan. Have yourself a good one. One more thing before you go. We have a brand new show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central. It's called Shark Tank for SaaS. We call it Deal or Bust. One founder comes on, three hungry buyers, they try and do a deal live, and the founder shares back-end dashboards, their expenses, their revenue, ARPU, CAC, LTV, you name it, they share it, and the buyers try and make a deal live. It is fun to watch every Thursday, 1 p.m. Central. Additionally, remember, these recorded founder interviews go live. We release them here on YouTube every day at 2 p.m. Central. To make sure you don't miss any of that, make sure you click the subscribe button below here on YouTube, the big red button, and then click the little bell notification to make sure you get notifications when we do go live. I wouldn't want you to miss breaking news in the SaaS world, whether it's an acquisition, a big fundraise, a big big sale, a big profitability statement, or something else. I don't want you to miss it. Additionally, if you want to take this conversation deeper and further, we have by far the largest private Slack community for B2B SaaS founders. You want to get in there. We've probably talked about your tool if you're running a company or your firm if you're investing. You can go in there and quickly search and see what people are saying. Sign up for that at nathanlacka.com forward slash Slack. In the meantime, I'm hanging out with you here on YouTube. I'll be in the comments for the next 30 minutes. Feel free to let me know what you thought about this episode. And if you enjoyed it, click the thumbs up. We get a lot of haters that are mad at how aggressive I am on these shows, but I do it so that we can all learn. We have to counter those people. We got to push them away. Click the thumbs up below to counter them and know that I appreciate your guys' support. All right. I'll be in the comments. See ya.